misses on the floor. It's Jack White, a junior from Australia again, has surged into a much bigger role for the Blue Devils this year. You can hear by the ovation he's getting. Five seconds. Here's O'Connell from the corner. Wait! What's the funnel slam? And that'll take us to halftime. Okay, welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland on SEN Track 91.3 Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN out at Track Latrobe Valley. It gives us great pleasure now. We're about to have a chat with uh, the great Jack White, Aussie Jack White, that's uh, playing out at uh, the Melbourne United at the moment. It's a very warm welcome to SEN. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Now, Jack... I went through your history yesterday, and, and the first one off the bat, I've got to say, I'm, I'm from a football background, and I see you at 204 centimetres, which is the old, uh, six foot seven in the old school. Uh, they call you a small forward. I find, find that astonishing. Uh, 204 centimetres might be a bit generous. I think I'm hanging more around uh, just two metres flat, but I'll take it. But, yeah, I mean, in basketball, man, I'm, I'm kind of just average, honestly. Uh, especially with our group, we got a pretty uh, tall bunch of guys, like a couple of seven-footers and, and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm pretty tall uh, by normal standards, but when I'm out on the court, yeah, it's definitely um, hanging around the, uh, the average mark. Uh, you, you grew up in Traralgon, Jack. Was was basketball always uh, at the top of your agenda, or were you pretty handy at footy or some other sports? Um, I mean, basketball was definitely at the, the top of my agenda, um, it wasn't something that I guess I really started to improve at um, at that level till I was kind of a teenager. But yeah, played footy, played cricket, played tennis, played footy up until I was 16, and um, yeah, like wasn't too bad there. But just didn't have the uh, I guess the same passion I had for basketball, and didn't want to commit to you know I guess take it a bit more seriously. Um, but yeah, like when I first started playing basketball, I, I wasn't really that good. I remember playing like Division Two domestic in Cherelgan and um, yeah, so I wasn't wasn't the best. But I just loved it. I loved playing with my mates, with my brother, and at school and everything like that. Um, and yeah, just just put in the time. So you're a late developer. Would you say you played some footy down in Cherelgan? Was that with the Maroons? No, I mean I just played local comp. Um, I was fortunate to get invited to some Gippsland Power stuff, but just couldn't commit to it because of um, because of basketball and, and state basketball camps by the time that came around. Um, but yeah, I would say I'm probably a little, a little bit of a, a late developer, um, which I'd know, like obviously everyone kind of develops at their own uh, at their own speed, at their own time. Um, and I'm happy I wasn't an early peaker. I still feel like I have a lot to improve on and, and work on and develop in. So um, yeah, that whole process of improving and getting better is something that I love. Now, before you jetted off to one of the biggest colleges in America, uh, you, you left home and, and moved to Canberra to go to the to go to the AIS. How hard was it to leave the family back in Traralgon and move into state, Jack? Yeah, it was tough. I mean, um, looking back on it now, it was like probably the the biggest step in my 
basketball development. I was pretty fortunate to have a pretty good like under-18 nationals um, where we won bronze, and after that I got the scholarship offer to go off to the institute. And um, I guess after completing college and, and being on the other side of the world, like looking back and only being you know like a, a short slide or an eight-hour drive, nine-hour drive, whatever it was to get to Canberra, um, it was a pretty good stepping stone for me. I guess in that process, because at that time I knew that I did want to go over to the States and to university over there. Um, but I mean, it was definitely tough. Like I was 16 years old, um, you know, halfway through year 11 VCE when I um, chatted off and um, yeah, definitely miss like a lot of my friends, obviously mm. family. Um, but yeah, I mean, the experience was great. Everyone up at the Institute was super welcoming and, um, you know, tried as best as they could to give it, I guess, a homey feel to avoid a lot of the guys getting homesick because yeah a lot of the guys I mean everyone there um, at least in the basketball program was you know mid to late teenagers and you know away from friends away from family um, and kind of all in the same boat so we all kind of I guess bonded over that part of it which um, yeah made the experience I guess pretty special for us yeah for sure and when, when did you start getting offers from colleges in the US uh, I mean I started getting offers and stuff probably just around about that time um, from that national so when I was about 16 or 17 but um, you know going into it like I knew at times um, and I guess with the belief in myself that all that stuff would kind of take care of itself Um, so I really didn't put all that much thought into it you know while I was still completing high school um, and you know just had basketball other stuff to focus on and kind of just handballed all that off to um my parents um, so they could kind of deal with it and deal with the stress of it because you know I did definitely didn't want calls midway through the night from coaches you know having their pitch when I've got weights in the morning or practice or you know anything like that so I didn't really start getting into it a bit more seriously until um, I finished high school which in hindsight I'm pretty happy with the decision to do that. So you were called up to the Cairns Taipans in 2016 as an injury replacement. So you've gone from Canberra to Cairns from one extreme to the other in weather. Then you've ended up at Duke University, played four seasons there. I must ask the question, because I'm a St Kilda person and I know what the animal enclosure was like down at Moorabbin. Tell us a little bit about the Duke University's Cameron Crazies. Oh, mate, it's insane. It's, uh, <laughs> it's otherworldly, I mean, especially... I mean, even if you grew up kind of around it in the U.S., um, but, I mean, coming from Australia, where I guess basketball is, like, obviously is growing at a pretty high level, but, you know, just the sort of environment that, you know, you compete in, practice in um, every day, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a completely different, different level. Um, so that was something that, you know, I'm definitely, uh, you know, thankful for that I got to experience in my time over there because, you know, you have... 10,000 people in there every game you know all the students are standing up the whole time like the passion and um, history um, of, of that stadium and, and the program is something that's very special and I'm very um, just yeah honoured to be a part of um, but yeah man it, it was surreal and you know I, I feel like I don't appreciate that enough so I kind of have to pinch myself at times to <laughs> realise how lucky I, I was to be able to be there for, for that amount of time and experience the things I did. So, um, no, it's definitely a special place. I was going to ask you how uh, how 
easy it was to choose Duke because I'm sure you had lots of offers, but from that answer I can tell that it was uh, yeah, a pretty easy decision to go to one of the best programs probably in the history of college basketball. And what, what's made that program so successful is Coach K, for those who don't know, Mike Krzyzewski, who's probably one of the best coaches in, I don't know, it's, it's a bit of a, it's not a stretch to say in the history of sport. He's been uh, at Duke for 41 seasons, and this year will be his last. Um, so there's been a lot of media attention on Coach K lately as we get into March Madness. How how influential was Coach K on your career, Jack? Oh, I mean, so influential. I mean, I love Coach. Um, just, you know, even the success that he's had over his, obviously, over four decade, um, you know, tenure at, at Duke, he every day came in and and acted like he had nothing and had everything to prove and um you know just his attention to detail on winning was something that sticks with me the most and the work and dedication he puts in in his preparation and everything he does in a daily basis just kind of rubs off on you and you know it's something you can't help but take notice of um so yeah it was just so such an honor to i guess play under him and learn from him every day and Obviously, yeah, it's, it's at the time now where it's coming to an end and he deserves to definitely um, kick his feet up and and relax for a bit now and enjoy his family and, and grandkids and, and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, he just has such an incredible mind for the game, his experience obviously coaching NBA players at Olympics and then, you know, just the, the amount of success he's had, obviously winning five national championships and hopefully the boys can make it six this year. That would be an unbelievable way to go out for him. But, um yeah, he's just such a an amazing coach, an amazing mentor, person. Um, you know, I can't speak highly enough of him. And you, when you were at Duke, you played with the likes of Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett, Cam Reddish, and you went on to captain the side in the last two years, playing alongside those guys and uh, and obviously captaining Duke. How how close did you get to to uh, getting drafted, Jack? Was there much interest there as you as you graduated? Oh, I mean, there wasn't like a, a significant amount. Um, you know, I felt like individually, you know, I definitely could have done a lot better. But um, I guess I was proud of, uh, I guess, the impact I had on those teams. But definitely, I feel like, especially now playing in the NBA and feeling like I'm playing a bit better, I didn't have the uh, the level of impact uh, performance-wise that, you know, I would have liked going back. Um, and, I mean, obviously, it was a weird time with COVID and whatnot. Um, and it all happened pretty quick but um, you know the NBA is something that's definitely in the back of my mind and something I definitely want to achieve is something that I've dreamt of since you know I was a, I was a young fella and um, and yeah just trusting now that you know putting the work in especially coming back from these injuries and, and playing the right way and hopefully having you know good team success here all the individual stuff will kind of take care of itself but yeah it's something I definitely want to achieve uh, during my career and obviously seeing what Doc Landell did, and I could be around Dally. Um, you know, I feel like I'm in a great place to be able to make that happen. And yeah, you you ended up signing a three-year deal with Melbourne United in 2020. How was that? Was there plenty of offers uh, back in the NBL for you, and why? And why Melbourne United? Yeah, I, I mean, I was pretty fortunate coming out of college, um, especially with um, you know offers and attention and whatnot from from the NBL, but. You know, for me, every off-season I had to do could always come and, and practice and work out with, with the guys here at United. Obviously, it's close to home for me being from Trelgan. And, um, 
you know, Dino's a country boy, Reese Carter, he's someone I've known for, for years and years. And, um, and you know, like, just, just the culture of the club is something that I'm super attracted to and um, they're always just super welcoming of me. And, um, you know, when the time came around where, you know, I guess push came to shove and I had to make a decision, um, I just felt super comfortable coming back here with the familiarity with the coaching staff, the players, um, everyone involved at the club. And, um, and apart from that, you know, they're just super excited about the direction the club's going in with their culture and obviously success winning the championship in 2018. And um, obviously the boys had, um, you know, success last year winning a championship and that's something where they were definitely hoping to uh, repeat this year. Um, but yeah, I just, I love this club. Um, I love what we're about. I love the people associated with it. Um, it's it's very nice to be close to home again and be able to see family and friends that I haven't seen in six years since I went to the Institute. So, um, yeah, it all just kind of made sense. We're speaking with Jack White, the uh, Melbourne United small forward here at SEN, Gippsland, Latrobe Valley, thanks to Harvey Norman. Now, Jack, you picked up an injury, an Achilles injury, which isn't a great injury, particularly in the sport of basketball. Yeah, no, it's definitely not a great injury. Um, you know, I'd, I'd been pretty fortunate with, with injuries throughout my career so far, I guess. Like, I've had a couple of knee scopes and, and whatever, rolled ankles, but that was kind of the uh, extent to it. And, yeah, last year, broke my finger, was out for a month, did the rehab, came back feeling good. Um, and, yeah, in my second game back, just had did the most, uh, I guess, trivial movement compared to everything else I was doing throughout the game. And, yeah, kind of knew in the moment when it happened that, you know, something I hadn't experienced before and it was right in that region and couldn't walk and I was just couldn't believe it. I was, yeah, I was a bit of a mess after it. But, um, yeah, I mean, injuries happen. Like, you just got to, I guess, move on to the to the next thing. And, and and for me, that was, you know, just getting the surgery and doing the rehab. And, you know, I couldn't be more thankful for, you know, everyone involved here at the club um, at Melbourne for their support with me throughout the process. Um like I feel like I've had a really good recovery from it and in a pretty I guess rapid way, like getting it done in nine months and coming back and playing and feeling good and um and yeah, feeling like myself again. So um yeah, it was definitely a tough time and you know, I don't wish injuries upon anyone but um just very fortunate in the support that I had from, you know, Melbourne United, my friends, my family, um, the basketball world during that time. Um yeah, it was you know, definitely something I don't want to happen again. But, um, you know, I felt like it pretty much went as, as well as it could have uh, during the recovery process. And I, I reckon you've recovered pretty well with it after watching you throw down that put back against the Wildcats the other night. Mate. That, that was that was amazing. I was, I was in the stadium for that. And, yeah, that was uh, pretty special to witness in person. Uh, you now, You play the Phoenix tomorrow night. Just before we let yep. you go, how much are you looking forward to that match against the Phoenix and, and also for the remainder of the season as you, you get towards potentially another championship? Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for tomorrow. Um, you know, obviously we're coming off a loss. Uh, so are they. So it's going to be a big game. And, you know, the game's big enough as, a, as it is with the throwdown and the rivalry that um, our team share. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely going to come out and look to, you know, make a point and, you know, fortunate enough to obviously the court is both of our uh, home floors, so you know we're hoping to have a good showing from our fans tomorrow, and yeah, just have a good um, have a good afternoon of basketball. But 
you know, we definitely need to get back on the horse and get our defense back up to a level and, and kind of set the tone with that. Um, and, you know, that's kind of what we hang our hat on. So hopefully we can make some progress towards that and, you know, I guess um, re-establishing our, our identity on that end, um, not only tomorrow but for the rest of the season. Um, you know, the schedule just came out for the rest of our regular season and, um, you know, really hoping that we can finish off kind of the way that we've been going and submit that top spot to get home finals, uh, home court advantage here in the finals and, yeah, just take it day by game, game by game. Um, but I'm super excited for it. I'm still just feel like I'm fresh off this injury and haven't played all that much. So anytime I'm able to go out and play and compete, um, it's something that I'm super excited for. So, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow, to tomorrow a lot. Yeah, Jack, we'd love to thank you for your time. We know you've got some training to get to as well before the big game against the Phoenix this weekend. Thanks very much for your time. We wish you all the best for the rest of the season and your rest of your career with uh, Melbourne United. You're a good Terrelgan boy, and it's great to have a chat with you. No, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on.